Good evening, my fellow cosmic beings. Welcome back to Cosmic Wisdom Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley, and today I'm back with another episode in regards to spirituality, higher consciousness, religion, tarot, crystals, you name it. Um, And I wanted to speak about um, why you are shifting, why you are changing, why things around you are changing and why life isn't going to be the same as you once knew it. So this is season three and we're kicking off this season with a very real message from spirit, from cosmic, from the divine um as a reminder of the um kind of energy that we've been in since 2011 so those of you who have been following my wordpress my blog post will know that i did a reminder episode on neptune in pisces recently and that was just looking at how neptune in pisces has really shaped the world as we know it today. Neptune is an outer planet, so its effects are longer lasting on society. The um, impact it has are quite significant, but they could seem, it's hard to put into words, but if you think about reflecting on life from 10 years ago to now you will see how rapid um, Neptune in Pisces impact has been but at the time when we were a part or playing a part in Neptune in Pisces doing its thing in society and in the universe it could have felt like we were blindsided we didn't really understand the the impact it was going to have until we got to this point and that's very much Piscean energy like we have this symbolic um, example of two parts of ourselves going in different directions the yin and the yang and really representing the dark and the light side of us and with that in its Uh, like with Neptune in its home sign in its domicile that impact is very potent and we are five years away from exiting that cycle which sounds like a long period of time but trust me it is not going to feel like a long period of time time is literally going by so quick and it's just a reminder that time is a man-made concept in spirituality in the um spiritual realm time does not exist so you could excel rapidly on your spiritual journey depending on how much work you put in it's not the same as how time is measured on earth so this is significant because um we have really been deep in like knee deep sea deep (laughs) in these waters of neptune and pisces and what you've got to remember is that 
Neptune draws things into its orbit. It's very attractive. It's like a magnet and it draws in things good and bad. And they all circulate in the same um, space um, whilst they've been drawn in. Okay, they say that if you were to be sucked into um, Neptune, then you probably would never (laughs) come back. (laughs) Um, And Piscean energy can feel like that. It's very captivating, very charming, very um, infectious. You know, Pisceans are the last sign of the Zodiac, so they've been living through many different lifetimes they are the wide wise sage the old souls um so they know a lot of wisdom even at a young age they can give off that energy that makes people feel drawn to them they also have this really healing nurturing energy because they understand to some degree that they are of service to others so with that being said it's important for us to actually pick that apart and understand what that means in our immediate environment and I am going to do an episode about why I quit social media aside from podcasts and YouTube and blog posts um, which relates to this Neptune and Pisces energy but the the general theme of Neptune in Pisces is that we can go to either extreme of the spectrum. We can go either extremely deep into spirituality or we can go extremely deep into the dark night of the soul, the dark side of us, um, feeding into evil rather than feeding into light. And and Pisces really find it hard to strike a balance between the two. So people often describe Pisceans as being flaky or wishy-washy or indecisive or, you know, contradictory. Um, and that's because their mood changes so quickly. They are a water sign. So they go with the ebb and flow of the current of the seas, which is their emotions. So today they could feel like they are extremely ecstatic about something. And then tomorrow they can feel like, actually, I absolutely despise that thing and I don't want to do it anymore. Um, And they kind of um, are on a soul journey to learn how to commit to things. And that is also a theme that many of us have been trying to embody in our lives. Like commitment has been a massive thing, um, I would say, for my entire generation. And I would say also some of the older generation and some of the younger generation as well. Um, there's this extreme focus 
on relationships and partnerships which is no no surprise because when Neptune went into Pisces on the 4th of April in 2011 it started in the seventh house at a zero degree which made that very strong that feeling of needing love needing relationships needing companionships needing partnerships very strong and it was also sextile a very fiery aries moon at 14 degrees in the ninth house so it's about using love and vice versa i would say before i get into it using love to unlock a higher consciousness using a higher consciousness to unlock love so that has literally been the theme throughout the last 10 years and will continue to be the theme for the next five um with that information you must do as much as you possibly can to stay on the straight and narrow of your spiritual journey by using your dark side to find the light and using the light to tame your dark side that might sound um far more easier said than done and i agree i am a pisces myself i have been on this spiritual journey for a good number of years and sometimes it literally feels like you elevate spirit to a certain degree and then the ego comes and pulls you back down and it feels like you're on a seesaw literally just up down up down but eventually you can learn skills to bring that seesaw to a standpoint where there is balance okay and it's not i think the key to understanding how to um not only manifest balance in your reality but also to incorporate in your spiritual practice is to understand that darkness cannot exist exist without light and vice versa many people want to drive out demons and eliminate this and you know um prevent that the the reality is is that there's always going to be the yin and the yang okay on an individual level we have to focus on taming the yin part of ourself wait which is the yin i'm not an expert in this but we have to focus on taming the dark side of ourself and um excelling the light side of ourselves for the greater good of society so with that being said i want to move into another significant transit that um took place in 2018 which was um uranus moving into the sign of taurus now uranus in taurus is absolutely wreaking havoc as you guys can see or you might not understand but this is the impact of uranus in taurus uranus is the the great awakener it's shaping it shakes things up it is the modern ruler of aquarius 
um, it wants to be rebellious, it wants to um, challenge the status quo, it wants to um, be unpredictable, it wants to force change and Taurus is absolutely the opposite. Taurus wants stability, Taurus wants um, to take things at its own pace, Taurus wants to um, indulge in luxuries, Taurus really wants to focus on things that feel good. So with Aquarius um, being basically the the ruler of Uranus and vice versa, um, there is a need to awaken society to um, the downfall that we're heading into if we fail to take care one of our planet take and to take care of ourselves and three take care of others in Neptune in Pisces impact we have become quite self-indulgent quite self-centered um, and therefore moved away from um, the community and working together as a team to achieve um, the greater good but in recent years you can see that that has changed and the reason why that has changed is because a lot of people have been sparked to wake up a lot of people have been called to find their purpose they understand that something is missing in them and that is the Neptune in Pisces impact as well because Neptune rules the 12th house which is stuff that is hidden we can really play into the need to escape from the reality of things so that's why a lot of people focus on alcohol there's a lot of drug users there's a lot of homelessness because people were escaping things or rather still escaping things instead of tackling their fears and their um, past wounds head on and as a result they met their demise in some shape or form and that against Uranus in Taurus means that those who are strong enough come to realize or those who are actually called at a certain point because for some people they won't awaken in this lifetime or they'll awaken very much later along the line when it is time for their role to be assumed okay so with Uranus in Taurus um, in play with Neptune in Pisces a lot of people like I said would have been finding the balance between the yin and the yang and eventually bringing that seesaw to a standstill bringing that seesaw to a standstill then gives you the ability to understand what is missing in you as an individual and how is that showing up in your environment? Now, Pisceans in general get a lot of stick from people because people do not understand that Pisces are a reflection of whatever they project onto them. 
okay so if you date a piscean or anyone with pisces placement strongly in their chart there's certain things that if you project onto them they subconsciously become that thing okay so if you have trust issues and i'm not giving piscean's a pass here they absolutely have their own wounds and traumas that they need to heal from but one it's not even just pisces as well the neptune in pisces um, impact is that all signs undeveloped actually are a projection of things about yourself that you are choosing not to face but pisces reflect that a lot stronger than other signs because we understand to some degree on a soul level what it is that we're here to do we're here to help others and part of helping others is helping them heal okay so when people realize that something is missing in their life the ultimate response is to start searching for that thing um and again this can go either way you either look within yourself to find out what void there is and how you are um using your environments and your pursuits to fill that void or you start looking outwards and trying to use things from the outside world to fill the void that you don't even know is within you because some people are too afraid to actually take that journey to look within themselves it is daunting it takes a lot of willpower it takes a lot of effort it takes a lot of patience it takes a lot of compassion and empathy towards yourself and some people simply do not have the range in this lifetime to tackle all the trauma all the ancestral inheritance that they have cultivated all the karmic inheritance that they have cultivated all those wounds in this lifetime and in the past lifetime some people just don't have the range oh sorry it's late and i'm doing this this chat but i've been called to do it so i'm gonna stick with it but some people don't have the range to do that work and this is why you if you are listening to this pod this podcast and it resonates with you this is why you are shifting this is why you are changing and this is why life will never be the same as you thought it would be uranus in taurus is all about change if you look around you taurus represents mother nature represents our earth okay taurus is ruled by venus venus is an embodiment of love love is the highest frequency on the universe we have mistreated love in its entirety and we have mistreated the planet and therefore we have mistreated ourselves because that is where we have originated from from divine source from our mothers and from out of love whether it was 
a planned situation for you or not, the fact that your mother chose to give birth to you is out of love. So when we look at that and we couple it with Neptune in Pisces, we are really going through a global spiritual awakening where healing is the prime focus and the key to the happiness and the abundance and the resources, the sharing of resources that we need to have in attitude towards the wider group. Greed cannot continue to prevail at this point. The earth is literally going into a frenzy because of how much we have mistreated her. I am guilty. I'll hold up my hands. I never used to recycle a day in my life. I would always put my rubbish in a bin though, but I had never recycled a day in my life. And as of recently, in my own spiritual journey, I have started changing a lot of things. My perspective has changed on a lot of things. The old paradigm paradigm um, mindset that I had before has withered away and I've replaced it with a new one. Not just on my own, but with the love and support and guidance of spirit. Now that means that many of us are waking up to understand that whilst we might not be able to change the world massively um, on a large scale independently, we can start on an individual level. If every single person woke up tomorrow and said, you know what, I'm going to make a commitment to recycle every single day this week, we would save the planet. Or we would find that there's another problem with recycling and we need to find a solution to the the amount of recycling that's come through. But either way, we'll be looking at ways in which we could actually contribute, contribute to the healthiness of our environment. When I started um, thinking about it deeply, sorry guys, I started thinking about how much we disrespect the body because we have become complacent in its function. We've become complacent in the fact that we can walk, we can talk, we can move, we can eat, we can sleep. We become complacent and with complacency comes lack of gratitude, lack of appreciation and that is exactly what has happened to our environment. There's almost, it's not even almost, there is a disrespect that we treat our environment the way that we do. Like we have been told on numerous occasions that if the world continues the way that it is, we will not be here anymore. And yet, I'm not being judgmental, but yet, we are yet to really come together and do something about it on a larger scale. Um, There's these lovely individual groups that are working hard to save our planet. And a lot of us, me including, could actually be out there volunteering to support them more. 
using our time more freely to give back to these causes. So, we are definitely in a battle of dark and light. We are definitely in a battle of yin and yang. We are definitely in a battle of healing versus chasing materialism. And I feel like a lot of people after the year of 2026 are going to have an extremely rude awakening when they realise that everything they have been chasing did not fill the void. I don't know what state the world is going to be in at 2026, but I can imagine it's going to be an extremely different one to the one we're living in now. Um, A lot of things are going to be digitised. A lot of things are going to be out of touch, detached in some shape or form and we are going to feel the effects of individuality more than ever and what really stands the test of time is the relationship with self. So if you spend a lot of time pouring into yourself, healing yourself, loving yourself and then being able to channel all that abundance out to others then kudos to you you are on the right track. But if not, you're going to find it really difficult if you wait until then to do the work that you know your soul is calling you to do. So that is why you are shifting, why you are changing and why the world will never be the same. A lot of you are waking up so you can step into the role of whatever it is that God has called you to do because he needs us now more than ever to step in and do damage control before we really blow it okay so i'm just going to leave that episode there it has been fun i hope you guys take some really valuable gems from that message and i will definitely be back with another episode to touch on many other things that I have noticed about this specific period of time that we're in and how it's leading us towards a more humanitarian future.